Horizon Shine. Warning. What you're about to listen to is unlike anything you've ever heard on college radio before. This program contains strong opinions and perspectives from the freshest minds in today's society. It may not be suitable for audiences not ready for their weeks to start off right. With Von Lee, the lights get in charge. Zaria, aka Z with the T, and Justice Gray, your local supervillain. And now, it's time for morning commute. You've been warned. Man, wake that up. <laughs> Good morning to the birds, to the bees, to the flowers and the trees. Rise and shine, y'all. It is time to start your morning commute. My name is Vaughn Leak. What's good, Jay? What's good, Vaughn? How you doing, my brother? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Yes, yeah. Literally, it's brick outside. Yeah, it's back to being brick. Yeah, we had a nice little break last week. Uh... From the from the crazy, I don't think it's supposed to get any warmer. I think from here on out, it's just. Yo, did you see that crazy like like tropical storm we had yesterday? Yeah, it was like a tornado. I think. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but it Bro. was acting wild. Uh, Z is out this week. Uh, she is sick after she had to buy her boyfriend a PS Five. Yeah. So she is out this week, but we are gonna hold it down like we do. We might as well. It just might as well be me and you at this point. Coming soon, <laughs> <laughs> man. Now what's go- what? What's up? I definitely took an L on that PS5 though. How did you even try to get it? Like, was there any? Was there any point? Yeah, I tried for like for the for the one time. I didn't try that hard though because I knew it was gonna be pretty impossible to get it. Um, I'm probably just gonna wait till like December. Feel me, Black Friday. Feel me. Are they gonna restock or are they, is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, how are you? How's your mental health? How's how's everything? I'm doing all right, man. We're we're uh, semester's almost over. Yeah, I decided to not check Blackboard anymore for my mental health. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm here, bro. I um, I finished um, Watchmen. Have you seen that before? The, the, what that three hour movie? No, no, no. It's it's, it's a show. Um, it's based off like comic books, but like, what they, is a three hour movie? I'm thinking about. It came out last year. Hold on. Three-hour movie. I don't know. But um, I definitely suggest watching Watchmen because even if you don't like like suit, like comic book stuff, they tackle a I'm lot of stuff. I'm thinking about The Irishman is what I'm thinking about. The Irishman is good, too. But um, they tackle, like, a lot of stuff going on, like, today. And, like, they, they tie it in good to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started I started Grand Army. Oh, word? Uh, yeah, that uh, that first scene was, was, uh, <laughs> was disgusting. Yeah, shout out to Katie Capiello, the writer and EP and yeah. creator. She knows how to get somebody's attention. We're going to talk about it next week because I want you to be here with us. We can talk about it. And I want you to finish it also. Mm. But uh, So your mental health is good since you ain't checking Blackboard. Yeah. Are you just taking whatever right. grades just come? Is that how? Nah, my grades are like, my grades are all right. It's just like, there's no point, bro. Like, look, I'll say this. A lot of y'all professors be like, oh, handing stuff on time, handing stuff on time. Man, y'all be taking your sweet time grading our assignments. <laughs> I'll say that. Facts. How are you, though? Uh, I'm straight. I really am. I think that I... I'm at the I'm at the point where, like, it's all starting to hit you, like, overwhelmed, and I'm very much a procrastinator. But for the most part, I'm doing good. I'm doing... Uh, okay. I have a lot to do. I have a lot to... Uh, on my plate. I want to talk about... Something that's going on with this show, but I don't necessarily want to talk about it yet just because I don't want to jinx it. Uh, but just know that there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes with Morning Commute. Just know that much. Uh, and we need your prayers. 
please do that. Uh, but yeah, every, other than that, everything is pretty much well. I welcomed a new uh, little cousin into the world. Well, I didn't personally welcome, but I have a new cousin. That's what's up. For, but yeah, nothing crazy. You know, I don't be in the streets like some other people. <laughs> <laughs> new life. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah, man. New life November. Uh, but we have a great show on the way for you guys. Uh, just in case this is your first time listening, we are Morning Commute, William Patterson's Campus Morning Show. And we're here on the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio, every single Monday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Start your week off right with us and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their baby daddy to pay his child support and to tap into our show as well. You can tweet us all morning long at CommuteBNR. We would love to hear from you. Um... And if this is your first show, uh, we apologize for what you're about to hear. Our our, <laughs> our our tamer Z is not here. Yeah, we don't have the moderator. Yeah, so uh, this is about to be another Joe, uh, Joe Biden Donald Trump cat fight, <laughs> not cat fight, dog fight. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna play some music. Uh, but when we come back, we have your morning news. What are we talk about, Justice? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the COVID case update. Uh, Jeremiah fighting against COVID. Some election updates and the story of Kwan Bobby Charles. That's right. All that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Vont Justice and Z. Good morning. Let's get into some headlines. Uh, let's start off with COVID updates, man. It is starting to get very dangerous out here again. Uh, the U.S. recorded 166,555 new coronavirus cases on Saturday, down from more than 184,000 on Friday, but still it is the second highest daily total, making the total number of cases uh, or making the number of cases above 100,000 more than 12 days in a row. And as of yesterday, the United States has sur- surpassed more than 11 million cases as the third wave continues to spread. Many cities and states are now taking preca- new precautions. Uh, to attempt to do their part, including Chicago, which just issued a 30-day stay-at-home order. Uh, our governor, New Jer- our New Jersey governor, Phil Murphy, announced that we reached our highest number of cases since April last Tuesday. Uh, and many cities and, co- and counties here are putting an 8 p.m. curfew on non-essential businesses, as well as limiting the hours for indoor, ser- indoor services at bars and restaurants. And unfortunately, as the flu as the flu season and the holidays approach, we can continue to expect to see cases rise all across the globe. So y'all make sure y'all staying safe out here. It's getting bad again, bro. Yeah, I um, I know a couple people who have gotten or have come in contact with people. Me too. Um, and it's it's I don't know. It's definitely a lot. I'm not gonna say worse just because I'm not personally living, so I can't say this this wave of it is worse than the first wave. But it's just getting dangerous again, very very quickly. I think part of what has to do with it is a lot of people went out for Halloween. I think part of it is a lot of stuff is open now. Uh, like you said, it's flu season, but I feel like a lot of people just don't care about it anymore. Like they're like, we've been, we've been, we've been doing this pandemic since, since February, March. Like we're like, we're tired of it. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, if I get it, I get it. Which, uh, which isn't the mentality because even if, you know, you are like, you could be asymptomatic or like you're, you're on the younger side. You don't have any health issues. You can spread to someone else who is at risk. You feel me? So y'all should really be social distancing and wearing your mask still. Like this is not over. Like y'all think that like Joe Biden won the election, like COVID is, is over. No, it's not. It's, it's, we're, we're not nearly we're not nearly at the finish line yet. Like, uh, did you see what um Complex posted? Uh Taiwan hasn't had any new domestic COVID nineteen cases over two hundred days and they had a festival. Could never be us. I don't I don't understand. Could never be us. It's 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 a damn shame, bro. But people, we how long did they go? You said 
200 days they didn't have it. 200 days, no cases. So let's raise the cases. <laughs> it's like, I don't... I don't know. That's true. That, that, that that's also the that was point. the mentality they had, like yeah. you know. So I don't I don't understand. But um, like I said, please stay safe, especially during like throughout these holidays. I know a lot of governor, a lot of uh, mayors and governors are make trying to tell you, uh, trying to advise people to make different like holiday plans, especially because Thanksgiving is next week. Um, so keep it immediate and keep it in the house. Uh, don't be going out. I know a lot of stop stores, going out. Yeah, a lot. I know a lot of stores cancel Black Friday too. Um, or not, they didn't cancel Black Friday, but they're closed so that way, like they can mm-hmm. avoid Black Friday. But yeah, like this isn't a joke. Stay in the house, please. If you have to, if you if you have to go out, go out. But if it's for recreational purposes, stay in the house because some people are hard headed. Stop going out. Stop partying. Like it's it's really it's really not that hard. We're still in a pandemic, and like we 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 started beginning to see that like it's not just old and sick people. You know, like younger people. Are affected by this too. I mean, we we saw this we, we saw this with Jeremiah. You know, many celebrities from Fifty Cent to Chance the Rapper, they've been saying like their prayers for uh, Jeremiah. He's currently in ICU fighting COVID nineteen, and reports are saying that like he's currently fighting for his life and that he's on a ventilator, mm-hmm. and his condition has gotten progressively worse. And Jeremiah is uh, pretty young, thirty three. Yeah, so it's scary, man. It's not just the old people, yeah. the older people uh, that are at risk. I always think about the fact that I'm more at risk because I have asthma. Oh, yeah, you definitely are. I forgot about that. Well, I be forgetting about that. Uh, But over the weekend, uh, thousands of people attended the Million MAGA March in D.C., which, uh, for those who don't know, is a mockery of the Million Man March, which originally took place uh, in, 90, in 1995. But this happened because, of course, people are protesting the election results that Joe Biden won. It was only eight days after the election was called that Trump finally tweeted, rigged election, we will win. He only won in the eyes of fake news media. I concede nothing. We have a long way to go. This was a rigged election. But rumor has it that Trump is said to be the head of the GOP for decades to come. So we might still be stuck here. Stuck with Trump. <laughs> I don't know. One thing that amuses me, like, annoyingly, but still kind of amuses me, is the fact that, like, when Trump tweets stuff like this, Twitter like fact you know because Twitter's doing a lot of like fact checking so it would, like under his tweet it'll be like uh this tweet this claim has been <laughs> this claim about election fraud is disputed so yeah. like I know that's ticking him off no nah, it definitely is it definitely is yeah I think a lot of, a lot of things are ticking him off now uh Biden Biden was officially uh he's officially appointed his own COVID-19 advisor group uh which the, and they all support a national mask mandate but Trump says him and his administration refused to implement any further social lockdowns and to also participate in Biden's transition which means no covid info is being shared with Biden which is actually illegal to do to any president elect um as re- in regards to information in general but especially about a pandemic uh, according to Pfizer, which is one of the world's premier biopharmaceutical companies, based on an early look at its coronavirus vaccine, it shows that it's over 90 percent effective. There were 43,000 volunteers who got either two doses of the vaccine or a placebo and fewer than 10 of the infections uh, were in participants who had been given the vaccine, while more than 90 of the cases were in people who had been given the placebo. Uh, so uh, Pfizer scientists also said that. The potential cure could return, uh, uh, could return. Excuse me, could return the world to normal by next winter. He said, "I'm confident that this will happen because a number of vaccine companies have been asked to increase the supply, and so that we could have a normal winter next year." 
Um, so the bigger impact supposedly won't happen until summer, but that'll help us because the infection rate will go down. And what is essential is that we get a high vaccination rate until or before autumn or winter 2021. Now, I can't wait to hear these stories about people who took this vaccine and then get told in a couple of years that they finna have uh, wings yeah. wings growing out of their ears. Nah, for real. Uh, I mean, that sounds good and all, having a normal winter next year, but... Possibly, though. It's not yeah. even like we might still be in this for an entire year. The government needs to do a good job when, like, if this comes out of like explaining what's in it, you know, because a lot of people are skeptical mm-hmm. in any type of vaccine. They they really don't, whether it's conspiracy theory or not, they really don't want to take it, like at least right away, because of what you just said. Like, there could be like, I know you aren't serious about the wings, but you you don't know though. Yeah, like it could be it could be any, it could be any serious side effect, like. A lot of people are nervous to take it, so I think that, like, when you come out with the vaccine, you need to really tell us what it is and what's in it and and all that, because a lot of people don't want to take it. What does the return to normal look like? Like, I I thought about this the other day. Like, my sister, who's five years old, um, like, she's very smart, but thinking about, like, how, like, not slow, but I guess, like, forgetful a lot of kids are, especially at that young of an age. It's going to be crazy to go back to a world where potentially we don't have to wear masks or social distance. It's going to be weird to them, you know? Or, like, going yeah. to school. I think we talked about this last week. Going to school is going to be, like, different because you're not even really in school now. So it's going to be, like, a, a bit of an adjustment. There might be a lot of kids or people in general with, like, uh, germ germophobia, mm-hmm. maybe. Um yeah, I mean, I I think that as far as like the online school, I feel like we're gonna see more of that. Why? Because and and online businesses a... too. Just Why? Just because it, I think it's more convenient. I think like a lot of these schools and 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 jobs have seen how convenient it is, mm-hmm. so they might stick with that anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm in this acting class that's um out like it's outside of here, like out of college. But um, she said that she don't think she doesn't think she'd go back to like teaching in person. She says she loves it on Zoom. Mm. So, what's supposed to happen? What's supposed to happen with the NBA? It's coming they're, back in December. They're, is that really gonna happen? Because what are they supposed to have like seventy something games? Yeah, and with last season they did like a bubble, but supposedly this season they're going from like city to city. I don't know how that's gonna work, but <laughs> we'll see. I don't think we'll they're see. gonna go back in that bubble. Nah, yeah, the, the the players hated it. Yeah, they hated that's what I'm it. saying. And it didn't really work for the NBA. It worked last time, right? But it didn't work for the NFL. NFL didn't even do a bubble. They they do the city to city thing. Oh. Like, they have like cases here and there. Like mm-hmm. so, some games have been canceled. The NBA, there's more games though. Like like the NFL, every team plays once. NBA, you got teams playing four times a week. You know, and like from 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 city to city, it's hard, bro. Yeah. And like it's not like the bubble. They did like twenty. Like they did like. 20 games in the playoffs. This is a 70-game season. 70-something, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yes. Yeah, we will. Yeah. So, 15-year-old Kawam Bobby Charles was found dead on November 3rd near the village of Lauraville, Louisiana, four days after his father reported him missing on October 30th. Kawan is, is said to have been picked up from his home by a white mother and son, Janet and Gavin Irving, on the day he disappeared. His parents did not know his whereabouts when the police arrived, but his father, Kenneth Jacko, assumed that he had went to a football game. But Kwan's parents later found out that he'd been picked up that day from his home by Janet Irving and her son, Gavin, who were white. 
Kwan's parents say that they don't know they don't know the Irvins and don't know how he knew them. They never gave him permission to go with them. Gavin told the family that Kwan left their trailer park home on his own October 30th and didn't say where he was going. Janet has not spoken to his family and they have now been evicted from their trailer park home. Kwan's body was found underwater by a sugarcane field with a mutilated face. Even though there is footage showing he was alone before his death, the police are treating this as a homicide. I know a lot of people were comparing this to uh, the death of Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. It's so sad seeing stuff like this, bro. Like, you can, you can tell that, like, as far as, like, the South and the Midwest, it's so much different than over here. I don't understand how this stuff happens, you know? Like, how do we, how do we get to this point? And it's, it's, it's reading this story. It was, it was, it was very confusing. Like, I don't understand how his parents didn't know Janet and Gavin. Mm -hmm. The mother and son. Yeah. And they just picked up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot to. Yeah. How did they, about. how did they know Kowan? Mm -hmm. Let alone pick him up. Yeah. The it, fact that, and I guess, what he, like, boys, what is it uh, assumed? That he just went out the window? Or, like, they took him out the window? Or, like, of his room? No, they just picked him up and they oh, went Oh, he somewhere. just, okay. Yeah, I don't really. It, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of holes in this story. Are the police really treating it, though? Like, are they really, like, supposedly, trying to solve the case? Supposedly they are. All right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens, though. It, it's, but, like. I don't know. It's a shame. It really is. And I like. I hate this. I feel like I sound, I'm sounding insensitive, but I just I we tell so many of these stories like every what, week. What can you say? Yeah, I, I don't about this particular situation. I don't know what to say, but also I feel like we just tell so many of these stories now. Unfortunately, it's becoming like second nature, and unfortunately enough to say, uh, like uh, we're used to it. We're numb to it. Exactly, and that's why I hate when people say, "Oh, you know, this isn't a racist country." You know, because stuff like this was happening back in the day, back in like, you know, the the nineteen twenties and stuff like that. Hundred years, yeah, it's, over a hundred years. Still, ago. it's still happening now. You know, it may not be near you, but it's still happening now. And like I said, you know, this tri-state area is way different than Louisiana, Nebraska. You know, places like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's different out there, man. Yeah, uh, but our prayers are up for uh, Kawan Bobby Charles. Uh, and that's all from just that's all from we, J and V with the T. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're gonna play pick your poison, y'all. We got more morning commute on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday, Raz and Sean, yo. We are your morning commute crew, Von Justice to see. Good morning, uh, yo. This week is going to be a big week for Black. Uh, I'm gonna say entertainment because tomorrow, which is a very weird day, but Tuesday, well, yeah, tomorrow, Kevin Hart's new uh, stand-up special drops. Mm. Uh, I think on Netflix. Is it Netflix? I'm not sure. Okay. Probably though. But it's uh it's it's he said th this one's in his house. It's literally in his house because he said that obviously because of COVID. Um uh, but he said because of like uh, because he's in his house, he's comfortable. So he's not going to be filtered. So I know something's going to come out of that. Uh Wednesday, uh 50's new show, not new show. 50's show for life comes back for its second season, which was, I was a, I was a big fan of that show. Um Thursday, the Fresh Prince reunion drops. And then Friday is Meg's album that drops. Mm. So it's going to be a good week. And I heard Juicebox TV might be dropping a video too. A word? Yeah. Y'all might have to go check that out then. Yeah, definitely. And of course, Late in the Color every single Wednesday. Yes, sir. You know, you know. Black excellence. At its finest.
Uh, but right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play a game that only a three-man group could pull off. <laughs> what? Only a three-man group could pull off. Look, man, I guess we ain't pulling it off today. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be half. It'll be. It'll be like a like a half-assed, like average, uh, <laughs> game. It's time to play. Pick, Pick your poison. Z's not playing no games because her boyfriend forgot that she existed now that he got the PS5. Yeah, facts. Where? Uh, that's why she's not here. Pick your poison. Sounds like exactly what it is. An extreme version of would you rather. So, this week's pick your poison. And you can tweet us at CommuteBNR and join in the conversation as well. Uh, pick your poison. Get robbed at gunpoint 5% of the time when you leave your house after dark. Or receive a notification every time any of your exes have intercourse. One more time, one more time. Pick your poison. Get robbed at gunpoint 5% of the time when you leave your house after dark or receive a notification every time any of your exes has uh, intercourse. I think that, I think I already have an answer because think about this. As a black man, you come, you, first of all, and Justice swears, first of all, Justice swears she's not light-skinned. Um, even though you're lighter than me, like, by, like, uh, a I'm shade not, or two. I'm really not. Uh, but I, you, you, you could pass as Hispanic, like just full Hispanic. I could pass as I, I. When you look at me, you think black. You don't think really Hispanic. The only like consolation of me being Hispanic you would think of is when my hair is low and I have my curls in effect, which is going on right now because I'm a poppy. But uh, I already run the risk more than five percent of getting uh shot every or getting robbed every time I leave the house in daylight. Yeah, I, uh, a lot of very deep logic, but it's true. It's tough because I, I kind of have like, I feel like I wouldn't be mad necessarily if I got a notification about my ex. Mm-hmm. It's every time, right? Yeah, I feel and, like and any a, of your exes. So. I feel like yeah, see, that's annoying. Like, <laughs> I feel like that would just be annoying as far as like being robbed at gunpoint five percent of the time out at night. You said yeah. Uh, well, after dark. So like when we leave here in the morning, we run, we like, we leave to come here. You run a risk of getting shot. I could just I mean, like I keep saying shot, robbed. I could just like not have money on me. They could rob you for the clothes on your back. Oh man, oh yeah, true, true, true. Nah, yeah, yeah. And plus, like, I'm not calling the police. Why not? I'm trusting the, I don't trust no police. I'll probably go with the ex. It'd be annoying, but like I'll be like, oh, no. it'd be like, oh, you know, someone snapped me. Oh, my ex. Oh, okay. Imagine like if it was like they like the notification is pictures. Okay, see that's that's okay. like like security camera footage like from the, from the not footage but like from the corner, and everyone. How many X's do you have? Told y'all, just just one. You only have one X. Oh Official. yeah, yeah, and then you've had yeah entanglements. Excuse me. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, if we're counting those, I might pick the gunpoint. But <laughs> as far as you've had the a X, number of entanglements. Yeah, but as far as like the X. I'll probably go the X. I didn't know you be in the streets like that. Nah, I retired from the streets. Oh, word? Yes. Yeah, Not about that life no more? Since COVID, no. No, bro. No. I feel. It's real out here, bro. That's why you got to be like me. A loyal, great, uh, that's all I can think about. Descriptive <laughs> of a boyfriend <laughs> with side pieces. Uh, so one more time, pick your poison, get robbed at gunpoint 5% of the time when you leave your house after dark or receive a notification every time any of your exes has intercourse. So you're picking to get robbed? I'm, um, pick, I'm picking the... No, the, I'm picking the ex. Yeah, I'm picking the ex too. Yeah. 
because I already I for that reason though I feel like I could just like I already run that risk, but I think I'm gonna go with the X's anyway. What's it matter to me? Uh, but yeah, that was pick your poison. I want to know what y'all would do. Pick your poison. Uh, get robbed at gunpoint five percent of the time when you leave your house after dark, or receive a notification every time one or any of your exes has intercourse. Tweet us at commute BNR. You could text us at nine seven three seven two zero two seven three eight. When we come back, we're gonna do like a water down, keep it one hundred. Jay, what are we talk about? Yeah, we're gonna talk about Dave Chappelle hosting that's no. That's right. Uh, more morning commute is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Von Justice and Z. Good morning. Right now, it's time for Justice to keep it. Better keep it like, keep it 50. <laughs> keep it one, Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so recently, uh, right after the, like, the weekend of the election. Dave, the day. Of, the day, yeah, the, the day of the, the, the election result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle hosted SNL, and everyone was very excited for it. I was expecting that he was, you know, going to ruffle a couple of feathers, and he did. You know, he got some people offended. Uh, the ratings were through the roof, though. First of all, let's put sure. that out there. The ratings, sure. these were SNL's, these were SNL's highest ratings, I think, since the last time Dave Chappelle was on SNL, which was the weekend after the 2016 election. Wow. Yeah. Makes sense. So. Because SNL kind of, that's, one of their specialties is politics. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Like, the, the cold opens are always great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, so he, Dave Chappelle came out for his monologue, and... Uh, he called a lot. It seems like a lot of like people that just host SNL are just catching flack for their monologues. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But Dave, just Dave Chappelle specifically, because first of all, we all know Dave Chappelle. Um, Dave Chappelle is going to say what he wants and not, and he's not going to care. Um, but he made some jokes. Some of them I understand why people took into uh, took. Uh, I guess took what is it called? Took took a. Uh, heed to them i guess if that's what you want to say uh he made a joke about uh comparing trump and freddie mercury uh saying that he was like uh trump getting covid is like when freddie mercury got aids nobody what, what did he say he was like nobody asked how he got it yeah yeah nobody asked how he got it yeah um and then he was mocking trump sitting there saying uh when trump you know when trump tweeted don't let uh uh, don't let COVID dominate your life and not to fear it. And then he was like, that's like bringing a bag of br- bringing a bag of burgers to a bunch of homeless people, uh, eating them in front of them and say, don't let hunger dictate your life. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he also continued to say things like, that's your leader. Uh, think about that. For four years, that's your leader. What kind of man does that? What kind of, make, what kind of man makes sure he's okay while his friends are fighting for their life and die? Um... And just continues just continues to make a bunch of jokes. Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle. We all knew this when we went into this, but for some reason he caught a lot of flack. And I don't understand why, personally. So yeah, I, I do think that people are a little too sensitive nowadays because we saw the same thing with uh with um Bill Burr. Remember? That was but See, was but the difference between that is I think Bill Burr, like because I mean they're both comedians, but Bill Burr is white, obviously. And a lot True. of the jokes he was making were they were aimed at black people, but he wasn't like they weren't like against black people dave Chappelle kind of just upright was just like like f donald trump f trump supporters blah 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 blah. thing about comedy is you're gonna offend somebody mm-hmm. you know so that's part of the game yeah i can't really say that oh you shouldn't be offended you can't really say that at all you know you you can't really say something isn't offensive unless you're the one you know targeted or being offended you feel me? So I can't really say that people shouldn't be, have been offended, but I do think that people are 
a little sensitive, especially now in 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 2020. But like the thing about comedy is like that's that's what makes it funny. It's it's off real life situations and like real life situations include racial tension. It includes being frustrated with Donald Trump. So I feel like when it comes to comedy, at least I feel like people shouldn't be as sensitive or woke, you know, or outrage if a comedian just makes a joke that you don't like. Like, it's really not that serious. Yeah. One thing Chappelle has said, Dave Chappelle said he was, uh, I can't even tell something true unless it has a punchline behind it. You don't know how to survive yourselves. Black people are the only ones who know how to survive this whites. Hurry up. Come get your N word lessons. You need us. Uh, and yeah, just continue to talk about like oppression and other stuff like that. But obviously, making jokes about it. But see, this is like this. This brings me back to like Kevin Hart, who, by the way, I'm excited to see this comedy special tomorrow. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was one of his. I think his one of his last recent ones. Um, and I thought it was fire. And then I watched the Kevin Hart documentary that came out last year too. That was fire. Kevin Hart's a very hardworking man. But uh, he. Because he's going to be unfiltered, he's going to say whatever he wants. And Kevin Hart already remember when the whole Oscars, I think there was an Oscar situation happened and they took that from him because of something he said 10 years ago. What was funny to somebody 10 years ago, they don't like now and the like he was being held accountable for it. And so to see that's a long time, bro. But to see where the change, yeah, but to see where the rules like work and don't work is kind of like it amuses me, you know, to see like uh, I guess where people favor certain celebrities uh, as opposed to others. And Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart are two good examples because they're both black, but obviously Dave Chappelle has much more stain in the game than Kevin Hart does. So even though it's not, even though people are upset at Dave Chappelle, it's, uh, he, we're just going to be like, oh, well, this is Dave Chappelle, it's in his nature. Whereas Kevin Hart, you don't, I don't think they would take no Oscars from Dave Chappelle or something like that. I mean, Dave Chappelle would have consequences for certain things. I'm sure he has. I don't know Dave Chappelle's entire history, but... I think Dave Chappelle's one of those people that just won't get canceled for what they say. Like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, but Eddie Murphy, didn't he apologize for, like, I think he apologized for, like, some offensive comments he made in in uh, his uh, special Raw, mm. which was the 80s, I believe. So even him, I don't think. Like, I feel like Dave Chappelle's one of those people that, like... Who else do you think falls in that category? Like, uh, God rest his soul, Bernie Mac? Yeah. Or like Steve Harvey. Well, no, I feel like because they. I feel like Steve Harvey. It, it depends because they held him accountable for the for the Miss USA thing, but that was also difficult. That was a competition. You can't like. Yeah. There had to be like a clear cut. I feel thing. like it's a short list. I do think Dave Chappelle is on it. Um. I feel like Kanye is on that. I feel like it doesn't really matter. Where Kanye can say the most outrageous thing. Yeah, he's proven and, that. And people will still, you know, yeah, he's proven that. Mm-hmm. I think Charlemagne the God might even be on that list. To it, be honest. In what sense? What do you mean? Now, like, because he was, I don't know, because people hold Charlemagne accountable, not accountable, like, they say something, like, about, like, what he does, but Charlemagne is really not canceled, just, though. Yeah, and he's just really unapologetically, like, black, though, and, like, just, and but he's not even a comedian, it's really just commentary. Yeah. And he's becoming, like, Charlemagne is just, like, a multi- doesn't have to be comedians, though. Like, yeah. I think Joe Rogan's in that, too. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, 50? Yeah, 50. Um, is 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 Ice Cube? Mm. Nah, because well, because like I mean, are people gonna still listen to Ice Cube after like him? I guess quote unquote. I'm not gonna say endorsing. Cause he never said he was endorsing Trump, supporting Trump. Cause people got on him, but I mean, nobody like canceled uh, Ice Cube or anything. 
Yeah, true. I don't think he could say anything though. What do you mean? Like, I feel like Dave Chappelle can really pretty much. Oh say yeah, 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 yeah. And like, you know, people are gonna be mad, but like, canceled is is, is different. Y'all gonna deal with it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like he really does not care. Like, I think Dave. I think you have to get to a point where like, can you, like you kind of want to get canceled. Like, you really don't care about fame. I feel like Dave Chappelle doesn't care about. You know. Well, what were you saying over the break? You said something about uh, there's rumors going around that Dave Chappelle doesn't really want to do comedy anymore. Yeah, no, I heard that on uh, I think it's Flagrant Two. It's um, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz and, and yeah. Icon Sing. They uh, Andrew Schultz said that Dave Chappelle basically is like you heard you heard George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. George Carlin is very funny comedian, but towards the end, like he really didn't do like his normal sets. He would like just like talk mm-hmm. and talk monologue kind monologues of monologues with like some punchlines in there. And he said he feels like that Dave Chappelle's gotten to that level where, like, even his punchlines were forced, like, mm-hmm. sounded forced. So, like, maybe he really doesn't really care about doing comedy anymore. He really just wants to talk to y'all. Maybe that, I mean, I feel like that's how Eddie Murphy is, too. Like, especially, like, after his brother passed in, I think, 2017. And Eddie Murphy was just, like, on hiatus for the longest. I mean, it's, Eddie Murphy killed it when he did SNL yeah. in uh, last 2019. It was so far. And I think that... Dave Chappelle can be in that lane. Like, Dave Chappelle can, is capable of still doing everything that he has done. But it's just, a, like, they're old. They're tired. I mean, well, they're older, let me say. They're tired. Yeah. You know? Sometimes, like, they just want to be who they want to be. But because you are held to this standard of, not standard, but, like, because you have this claim to your name, it's like people just want more and more and more, which is understandable. But not only that, but I think that Dave Chappelle is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's very smart. And um, I think he has a lot to say. It's just, like, when he says stuff, it's like, oh, tell a joke. Yeah, that's not tell a joke. That wasn't funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like after a while, after, you know, when you have a lot to say and everyone's like, yo, tell a joke, tell a joke, that wasn't funny. It gets it gets annoying. Mm-hmm. You know? We're also just in like crazy times. Crazy times. So it's like, I understand why, like, there's even more reason to be tired. Yeah. So I'm not sure, man. I, I really don't. Do, do you feel like, because Dave Chappelle's supposed to be going back into comedy, right? I don't know. I loved. All his specials, though, mm-hmm. you know, before and after his hiatus, like since he's come back, I feel like they've all been fire. Now they, they haven't been as good as uh, killing killing them softly, but I feel like they've all been fire. Even like sticks and stones, I know, got a lot of controversy. I think that's the one where he made that Michael Jackson joke mm-hmm. about Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> that was so wild. Oh, man, yeah, I don't know. We have to. We have to see. I feel like though, like. With that one though, he like before it came out, he was like, "People are gonna get mad at this." I already know, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. So he pref- yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I'm kind of excited for Kevin Hart because he said that right. He said that this was a little more unfiltered. Yeah, he said it on, like in the the previews that dropped. Yeah, I feel like this is what Kevin Hart needs. You know, because really, yeah, nah, for real. Because we've from what we've seen with Kevin Hart is he's had a bunch of specials, bangers. Yes, like he was at one point. The biggest before Dave Chappelle came back, he was the biggest comedian in the world. I just I still feel like he's up there. He's he's yeah he's up there. He's he's definitely top three. He's with you know Chappelle and I don't know. I wouldn't say top three, but you don't think he's top three? Who else would you put in there? And what what category? Because I I know I'm and I'll probably get slandered for saying this. I have definitely watched more Kevin Hart films and shows. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, mainly shows. Then I have his comedy specials. Kevin Hart is funny though, like because Kevin Hart brings his comedy to whatever character he plays. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's been like a bunch of. But what category do you want to? I mean, what like what are you asking me? Like, 
where does Kevin Hart fall? Because we could make a we could do we could make a list. Okay, so who would you put in the top three then? Top three of what? Comedians is Comedians. what you're asking? Okay. They would have to be black or No. Uh top three. I will put Kevin Hart in top five, not top three. So who would you be who would be in your top three? Uh if not Kevin Hart. Let me see. I feel like we're just forget like you know what? Right now, I said. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put Kevin Hart because I had an example, but then I really thought about it. I was going to say Chris Rock, but I feel like Chris Rock is really kind of like He's in old. the same lane as well. Like, yo, I have a he lot to has. say. Um, Let me see. I'm trying to pull up a list. That way I have some reference. Uh, Would you consider... No, see, like, okay, here's an example, because she's not a comedian, but she is hilarious. It could, I feel like, has the potential to be a comedian. Tiffany Haddish. Think about that. I thought about Tiffany Haddish. You got to think, though. Tiffany Haddish has never really been a lead role in anything. Um, uh, Just about. Nah. It's always been uh, supporting. Okay. But And, you what's, know. And, um, what's that, uh, uh, what is that movie? I'll, I'll find it. Give me a second. The one where you talking about the one with Jada and um, Queen Latifah? No. Or are you talking about the one with Kevin Hart? Like a boss. Wasn't she the main role in Like a Boss? Or no? Oh, I didn't see that. The point the is, one with I don't... Kevin Hart, she was she was just about yeah. as much as Kevin uh, with Kevin Hart. But regardless, but I wouldn't I put her over Kevin Hart though yet. But, I wouldn't put her over Kevin Hart. I'm just saying, I feel like she's getting up there at least. Yeah, yeah. I think she's 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 definitely getting. What good. about Cedric? I feel like he's too old. Really? What's something that you've seen him in, in the last couple of years? Okay, true, true, true. I'm about to just name a couple. That's examples. what I said right now. Yeah, now, yeah, you got me. I'm gonna say Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart's one of my idols anyway. But I'm gonna just name off a couple of people. You tell me where you think they fall. Uh, Mike Epps is also old. Cat Williams is definitely old and mm-hmm. type canceled. <laughs> uh, Michael Che. I don't think he he's has not in the elite yet. Yeah, he's he, he's not at that status yet. George Lopez is definitely old. Yeah, he's old. Adam Sandler. Oldish, but he's still... still. I feel like Adam Sandler's there. I like Adam Sandler's uh, comedy, but more than I do his acting, actually. I had a conversation about this. I put Will Ferrell over Adam Sandler. There you go. 100%. So so it might be uh, Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Will Ferrell. Is Jim Carrey a comedian? Or just mainly... Yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey's up there, too. Mm. But the point I was making with Kevin Hart is... um, I feel like he's kind of stayed in a similar lane where, like, his specials is like, oh, special. You know, he's done his same stick. It's been good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, most of the movies he's been in, I'd say, have been good. What's, what's a bad Kevin Hart movie? I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there's definitely one I saw that was like, this is type corny. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're getting to the point where it's starting to get, like, he did something new with his the documentary. I feel like soon it's going to get kind of stale so i feel like if he brings a more unfiltered attitude to his next special i feel like it'd be it'd be something different i'm I'm definitely excited for that yeah i love everything that kevin hart does for the fact that one like i like we said one he's funny and he tries to stay in the same lane while doing a lot like he did the documentary yeah. he did he does comedies he did the um uh what was that serious movie he did last year it was called uh uh Fatherhood, I believe it was, or the Upside. That's what it, that was a couple years ago. Jesus, I haven't seen that. The Upside it's was good? very good. Yes, it's yes, a yes. serious movie. 
It's a yeah. It was well, he's a, a caretaker of a paraplegic man. It was based off of a true story. A paraplegic is somebody that like is just like, um, mm. what is that called when you can't move? When you're paralyzed. Oh, so like okay. he has to take, and so it's like real serious, like a life lesson That's type thing. Yeah. The Wedding Ringer. That was mid. I think that movie. I don't think I watched that, but I think I definitely think I heard that morning was, was that was movie mid. was type uh, corny. Yeah, but I mean, look. Uh, Ride Along, Ride Along 2, Get Central Hard. Intelligence was decent. Central Intelligence was funny. Jumanji. Yeah, he was real funny in both the Jumanjis. I think like a man, both of them were fire. Uh, About Last Night is underrated too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart is definitely up there. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, I, and I've said it before, I don't want like this to be my... Like where like call me out for it. I definitely I love Kevin Hart and everything that Kevin Hart does. But I'm excited for the special. I'm gonna watch it definitely. I think I'm more than sure. Check check. Let me see. I think it drops tomorrow on Netflix. If I'm not mistaken, but check that out. Um and I think it was irresponsible. Yeah, irresponsible. Irresponsible is the one where it was like he was on the like it was red. Was like you think about red whenever you see. Responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was the one. Yeah, I saw. it's Netflix. He's dropping on Netflix. Bet, bet, bet. It's Netflix, and the trailer said that uh, his new special has zero Fs given. So. Yeah, that's what it's called. No. Yeah, zero. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Okay. So we'll see. Can't wait to see what happens in the world. Yeah, of I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, that was a little bit of a tangent, but I liked it. Good conversation. Uh, when we come back, we got headlines. We're gonna be talking about uh, a possible re- uh, reboot of a show that everybody loves. Uh, we'll also be talking about who's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show uh, coming up in 2021. And we'll be talking about somebody who talks about their marriage almost came down to a fall. All that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. <laughs> Rise and shine, yo. We are your morning commute crew, Vont Justice and Z. Good morning. Uh, this is, today is our last show that is not our last show of the semester. Second to last show? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm surprised, I'm going to be honest with you, yo, because we definitely said it our first episode, I'm surprised that we got it to where we are right now. I definitely thought that this school was going to, there was going to be an outbreak on this campus. Me too, I said it off rip, I said it off rip, I said, look bro, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like we're going to have like four shows, and then like, it's going to be a wrap, but we, we're almost at the finish line, bro. Yeah. We made it. Yes, we did. Da-da, we made it. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm glad. And I'm glad that uh, the cases here have definitely not been as crazy as other schools. We've, we have yeah. obviously had cases on this campus, but it definitely has not been as bad as other schools. So I guess, we, facts, have to, I guess we have to be grateful for that. Kudos to, to, to Willie P. Word. Um, I do want to talk about real quick the fact that we... Uh, so last week we got the news that um, the school is allowing a pass-fail... Uh, f- for all 1,000 and 2,000 level courses. Pass-fail, for those who don't know, means that you have the option to, instead of getting a letter grade, because it'll affect the GPA, either just pass a class or literally just fail it. Um, and get and you wouldn't get credit for it. Um, as opposed to like getting a grade and it affects your GPA. Uh, but a lot of people went crazy because it was only for 1,000 and 2,000 level classes, which is mainly for uh, freshmen, sophomores, and possibly juniors, depending on what you're taking. Um, so they started. Uh, they it's crazy because they start. They did, I, I believe, a peaceful protest for that, like for like the pass fail, and then they passed. They they said yes, but it's only with a thousand and two thousand levels. So now that people are protesting and saying it should be for all level courses, it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, seniors are probably the ones struggling the most. If we're being honest, I mean they they're almost at the they're almost at the finish line, and 
this this is a, a stressful time for all students. Right. You know, like uh, teachers did not let up on the work being given. You feel me? And it's just as as much as you want to say, you know, how convenient it is doing online learning. It's not the same. It's not the same as in person. So I feel like there should be that leeway to the seniors because the I mean the four thousand level classes should be the hardest, right? I mean, technically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And the most challenging, I would say. Yeah, not the hardest, but yeah. And I think that's uh, seniors probably need this the most. So I definitely agree that it should be all courses. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so people are trying to pass. I honestly think it's gonna happen, but uh, we're gonna put this out into the universe so that we really peek and hear what the students uh, feel because we are a platform for the people. Uh, and let's protest and let's get all. I'm not affected personally because I have one thousand and two level yeah. classes, but I'm with the people. This is a, a platform for the people, and if this is what the people want, then it is what they deserve because we have been struggling ridiculously. Uh, throughout these past three months on this campus, um, well, even off this campus with uh, virtual classes. So, um, and here's to I don't I really don't know what the state of next semester is going to be. It will really be a surprise to us all. We will see, man. As of right now, um, we're supposed to come back January 21st and then stay here till May 7th. No spring break. Spring break is apparently canceled. And then we get we have like April Fool's Day or like the day after off, and we're supposed to have like a Thursday through Sunday, like a four day weekend. That's like the alter. That's the what we get in return. <laughs> Whoop de doo. Nah, that's not it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so we're putting this out to the universe. Willie P, you hear us loud and loud and clear. But right now it's time to get some headlines, baby. Uh, let's talk about this unfortunate ring of shootings that's been going on in Texas. It started off with Dallas rapper MO3, who was shot in the back of the head last week after being watched, followed, and chased down on the highway. Now, while on the highway, MO3 tried to lose the people following him, but ended up crashing on the side of the road, which which when... Which is when he got out of his car and began to run for his life. The man who pulled the trigger chased him, shot him in the back of the head, as well as an innocent bystander who was later treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, so we want our we want to send our uh, condolences to Mo3 and everybody that's grieving from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to send condolences to Lil Boosie, who was shot uh, in the leg in Dallas right after paying his respects to Mo3. Uh, Boosie tweeted yesterday morning confirming that he's all good, but police say he's currently not providing many details to the police. And police don't have any evidence right now connecting the two shootings. Uh, But clearly, I mean, something has to be going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So our prayers and condolences to Boosie. And then this takes us to Houston, where Benny the Butcher is a rapper. And he was in Walmart with a few friends while in their car in the parking lot, a car with five guys with ski masks on pulled up on them or pulled up next to them, pulled out their guns and demanded their chains. And according to police, Benny was taking too long and one of the men fired a shot, hitting him in the leg. And his condition is currently unknown at the time. But we are sending our well wishes for him as well. All three of these men. Greed, bro. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, stay out of Texas, I guess. Um as far as, yeah, I don't know what's going on with uh, MO3 and Boozy, but as far as Benny the Butcher, it's just, just greed, bro. You know, hopefully he, uh, hopefully everyone, you know, survives and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, especially Benny, you know, he just, he just dropped, you know. Yeah, um, a couple weeks ago. Shout out to both of them, though. But uh, according to Variety, Nick Cannon has been in communication with Viacom CBS president of entertainment and youth group Chris McCarthy about returning as host of Wildin' Out. Uh, Here's what Chris McCarthy said. 
We continue to follow Nick's journey, and, and I am impressed by how he's owned his mistakes. He's been an extended part of our family for almost 20 years and a personal friend of mine for almost half that. He's leading, for, he's leading by example, apologizing, and trying to learn to understand and help others do the same. That's the kind of partner we want to work with. For those of you who don't know, back in July, Nick Cannon was fired from Viacom after he made some anti-Semitic remarks during his Cannon's Class podcast, where he basically said that uh, uh, he he basically on, along the lines basically said that uh, wh- white people lack melanin, so like they're like naturally evil mm-hmm. or angrier. I definitely shouldn't have said that, <laughs> um, but. I mean, I'm glad to see that, uh, yeah, I do think that firing him was a little excessive. I think maybe suspending him would have been better. But um, I'm glad to see that he's trying to, you know, work it out because I, I, I like Wildin' Out. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Now, after this, when Wildin' Out comes back, it's it's going to be lit. And I'm glad that a couple of weeks ago we were going to mention, we, we, we didn't talk about it in headlines, but we were going to, um, when the 85 South show host, what did they host a couple of weeks ago? Something they hosted the BET yeah, hip hop awards. awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were asked if I think by the Breakfast Club if they were gonna take or somebody they were I, I, I know they talked about it on the Breakfast Club if they were gonna take over Wild and Out and they said that they've been real close with Nick and they would never do that without Nick's permission. They're not getting any yeses from Chris McCarthy. They wouldn't do that without Nick's permission. But I'm glad that this is sorted out just for the fact that like when that when that everything happened in July with Nick. He was talking about like he was he was kind of alluding to the fact that he was like uh, suicidal and there was a lot of like speculations going on. And I mean, like, again, everybody makes mistakes. And this kind of goes back to the conversation we had before the break about like what is acceptable and who people choose to uh, accept these accept jokes like this from or not. I mean, this wasn't a joke, but accept like comments like this from. But I'm glad this is getting sorted out and nobody can do while and out like Nick Cannon. So. No, that, that that's fact. I mean, that that's that's his show, and I mean, like we said before, you know, Dave Chappelle's one of those only people who can say anything, and pretty much not get canceled. You know, other than them, you can't say anything. You know, Nick Cannon, he said something stupid, so he got fired. You know, uh, but I'm glad to see that they, you know they're trying to work things out. You know, while I was fire. Facts. Speaking of fire, Cruz responded to a call from a home in the gated. Beverly Hills, hell. <laughs> the gated Beverly Hills neighborhood. Public records show the home is owned by Monday Lane Entertainment, which is Denzel Washington's company. Uh, the Los Angeles Fire Department said that everyone was safely evacuated from the home. Following an investigation, firefighters determined that no flames were discovered. LAFD is investigating where the smoke from the home's second floor came from. Only reason I made that joke is because Denzel's okay. Everyone is okay. There was no casualties or nothing like that. Uh, thank God, man. Mm-hmm. When I saw his report, man, I was like, oh, I, I jumped up like, Yo, nah, bro. Like, 2020 Denzel, cannot take Denzel. No bro, way. Nobody else, man. Hopefully, no one else, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a crazy year, to say the least. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, this weekend, ironically, the <laughs> weekend. No, that was announced last week. Actually, I try to make I try to make a segue. It didn't work. Uh, the weekend was just announced by the NFL to be the performer of 2021 Super Bowl halftime show in Tampa. He stated, uh, "The weekend stated, uh, quote, we all grow up watching the world's biggest acts play in the Super Bowl, and one can only dream of being in that position. I'm humbled, honored, and ecstatic to be the center of that infamous stage this year. And I definitely think he deserves it. Yeah. He's had like five number one hits." 
Yeah. But, to me, he has album of the year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a dope performer. Yeah. I was supposed to go see him in, in uh, July, but you know, you know, COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, small little issue. Yeah, you know. But um, the NFL is also attempting to attract a wider audience with artists who have like larger social media followings and like uh, attract audiences of younger people of color. So I definitely think the weekend was a good choice. I don't think that the weekend's gonna make kids like football. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm saying I don't think that I don't. I don't. Oh, really, just for viewers. Yeah, I think yeah. that was just a, if that's what they're trying to do. I think it was a good choice. No, I yeah, think this should have been a uh, this should have been a move from the NFL, but you already know like what they've been on lately. So yeah, yeah. But uh, the weekend's gonna body. Mm-hmm. The weekend is gonna body, yeah. especially if it's like I don't. I don't see a big crowd in the Super Bowl. I really don't. So if they do like just in like in a room with like a bunch of special effects and stuff. I do think that he's going to body. Well, they're already, like, facing challenges because of this pandemic. And that's what I want to know. Like, how is this going to happen? Because part of the hype of the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl halftime show is that there's hella people there. So, like, I also want to know how next week how the Macy's Parade is supposed to go. Because that's the same situation. Part of that hype is the fact that you're waving to people in crowds. They're doing the Macy's Parade virtually. Well, they're going to do it. (laughs) They're doing it. But it's going to be, like, just on TV. Like, nobody on the crowd. So, like, what do you, like, I don't understand. Like, it's going to be tight weird, you know? I mean, because isn't that part of the hype? It like is, that, but like the game, like the, let's just say, like the football game itself is like they've they, we've kind of seen how they're doing that now, so we're like okay with that. But the Super Bowl halftime show and the Macy Parade and I guess Christmas parades too is just like imagine like New Year's Eve, like three, two, one. Happy yeah. New Year. I'm interested to and see what they, that's going to look like. And then like. they just cut to, well, this is the new year. Like, yeah, they, never, yeah. they never cut back to the reporters. They go to everybody kissing and cheering and stuff. Yeah, true, true, true. So, as far as the Macy's Parade, though, I feel like they can still do it. Just don't pan to, like, you know, it's not going to be a crowd, so just keep it on the... But even still, the performers, like, what do you, th- like... True. I don't know. Like, it'll be just, like, performing, like, like regularly, but it, it's just still tight weird. I don't know. It, it, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, man. So, former President Barack Obama's memoir... Still my president. Still our president. A Promised Land will come out on... Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, um, an expert of the book was was released. Um, here, here's an expert. Excerpt. I was like, expert? <laughs> what? <laughs> Despite Michelle's success and popularity, I continue to sense an undercurrent of tension in her. Subtle but constant. Like a faint thrum... Of a hidden machine it was as if confined as we were within the walls of the white house all her previous sources of frustration became more concentrated more vivid whether it was my round the clock absorption of work or the way politics exposed our family to scrutiny and attacks or the tendency of even friends and family members to treat her role as secondary in importance and in 2018 michelle obama actually went on Oprah to speak about their marriage, and then she revealed that uh, they even went to couples therapy. So I think I think it's interesting to hear that they went. Wait, wait, did they go to couples therapy in 2018, or she just announced that in 2018? She announced in 2018. Okay, so it say. must have been when he was still president. Yeah. So I definitely think it's interesting that um, it would make sense that you know the presidency would sh- uh, put a sh- uh, stress on their marriage. You know, and I, I do like that President, former President Obama was able to uh, sh- be vulnerable and share that, mm-hmm. you know, with everyone. Because you don't get to that type of stuff um, from the current president, but also just in general because of, uh, I guess, the position and stature that you have to hold. 
Like, you don't really know about all that type of stuff. So the book is kind of like a tell-all is what it is, really? Kind of, yeah. Okay, because Michelle's book is like that too, right? Becoming? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's good to hear both perspectives, especially from, I don't know if Obama... Obama's been the best, my favorite president, but I've only lived through three presidents so far. Biden's about to be the fourth. Um, but Obama's been... I want, First of all, I want to know, like, older people, if Obama, I guess, is the best president they've seen in a while, just because... It I probably depends on what your political views are. Yeah, but just because I know some people that say he's the worst. Just but just to hear from the perspective of two people who made history as the first African American, uh, first family. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, and what they went through and like the struggles and stuff. I mean, it makes sense. You know, that's probably one the most important job in the world. You know, it would, it would make sense. Um, he actually said that like during an interview, they asked him uh, because he said that he wants to work with Joe Biden, and he but he said that. He doesn't. He's not going to be in the cabinet though, because he said that. Uh, Tired of it. Yeah, yeah. He said that. He said he basically said that along the lines Michelle wouldn't let me. Like Michelle would kill me. <laughs> and so, ain't getting that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, Michelle said that. Uh, I won't be getting that. Uh, you know, wop. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think this will be real good. But we'll. In what capacity would it work with Biden, though? Biden mm. just be like, how do I solve uh, <laughs> social and economic oppression? And Obama just texts him. <laughs> Could. Could work well, like that. You, you got this, Joe. Uh, anyway, that's all from we, J and V with the T. When we come back, it's time to dis This isn't even really a dispute. It's kind of more just like a general conversation. So I want to know, and y'all could. I, I want to hear from y'all, so tweet us at CommuteBNR and let us know what y'all would do. What would you do? If you found out the day before your wedding that your soon-to-be bride-slash-groom was cheating. I feel like there's a lot that we could discuss here. A lot that we could break apart into this. So let us know. Uh, tweet us at CommuteBNR or call or text us. We're taking your calls. 973-720-2738. One more time. What would you do if you found out the day before your wedding that your soon-to-be bride-slash-groom was cheating? Uh, hit us up. Let's talk about it. When we come back, more the disputes on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. This is... Brave New Radio. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Vaughn Justice Z. Good morning. Thank you for kicking it with us this morning. Make sure you tell a friend to tell another friend to wake their ass up and listen to Morning Commute. Next week is our last show of the semester. We'll be back here Monday from 6 to 9 a.m. And we have a great show planned next week. Um, we're not. I don't even want to spoil it. So just make sure you tune in next week. We have a lot planned for y'all. Uh, but right now, let's talk about the present. Let's talk about today. We have a dispute, uh, which I'm. It's not so much a dispute as it is a general conversation that I want to hear your opinions on. So you can make sure. Uh, please make sure to call us or text us at any time nine seven three seven two zero two seven three eight or tweet us at commute bnr. So the question that we're asking today: What would you do if you found out the day before your wedding that your soon to be bride or groom was cheating. I'd leave her. <laughs> really? 1,000%. Think about all the money you just spent, though. That's true. Think about, like, every, like, explaining it to people. Think about, like, the money that literally is not refundable because it's 24 hours away. Mm -hmm. I personally, like... Do people still... Do, do, do the bride's dad still pay for the wedding? I know that was like a... It's like a cultural thing. Is it a cultural thing? I thought it was. I thought it was. I didn't know it was cultural. I thought it was just like supposed to, but it uh, it's not always. The not case. necessarily. Uh, 
Nah, you done. If you if you've been if you've been cheating on me, I'm one thousand percent not married. What if it was one time? <laughs> it was just one time. I don't think so, fam. Because I mean, you cheating already. We ain't even get married yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand your point. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I just feel like. I, I I don't know because I don't I don't want to say like we wouldn't we would break or I don't want to say we wouldn't break up obviously because I'd be hurt but that's just hella bread that we just spent then explaining everybody like yo call it off they got to return they tuxes and stuff they dress so what would stuff. you do I don't know that's what I'm trying to say I think honestly for the fact I think I would go through with the wedding then at the wedding when they be like like say I do or whatever I would like. Not trip up, but I would just—I I don't know—I would—I would do something to embarrass her. Mm. I wouldn't even let her I know, or let her know that I know. Interesting. Yeah, that's just—that's just the toxic. I'm not even toxic. That's just the—that's the level-headed thing. Nah, to do. it's toxic. It's not toxic. Nah, it's toxic. Bro, if you cheated on me and you still have the nerve to continue to come through, like go through it, it's—it's it's different if we weren't getting married or if we were already married. It, that's, those are two different degrees. But the fact that we're about to get married and you're cheating. If you go through with the wedding and you know it's not gonna work out, you're wasting your money anyway. So why? But if I'm I'm gonna waste my money regardless, so why not make it worth it? So okay, so you go through with the wedding. What's next? I don't know, but I already spent all the money, so I might as well. Let's have the wedding. Let's have our fun. Shoot, since since you cheating on me, I'll embarrass you at the altar, and then I'll invite a couple of my side chicks to the wedding to the to the reception. Mm, Think about that. Interesting. Think about that. Interesting. Interesting. I like this. I like this plan, actually. <laughs> yeah, you see my logic. <laughs> Look, I feel like, and I would I, again. But like then I, you're the bad guy, though. No, I'm not. You cheated on me. You have to get some type of proof, though, to show the people. Yeah, but you know, girls, you know, oh, you know, this probably start crying. But you did this, you did that. Yeah, you know. And then I'm gonna be like, I, che- I cheated on you, but you know, you didn't make me feel. Uh, you yeah, didn't like me feel wanted. Like I needed, like, uh, like I you was. Ain't, you ain't hugged me last Thursday. I had to cheat. <laughs> you know. No, then it's a whole big deal, you know. Nah, you gotta pull out the receipts. This woman has cheated. Exhibit A. <laughs> pull, pull, pull out the projector and the the screenshots. Imagine like, do you take her as your wife? No, she actually cheated on me. And I have examples of this. Look to the screen up here. Take a look at this uh, <laughs> at this uh, whiteboard right here. Yeah, I don't know. That's not toxic, bro. That's just the. It, it, if it's toxic, it's just as. Wrong as her doing whatever she did to me. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree with you there. Now let's talk about cheating particularly. What do you? Is there any type of cheating? Well, first of all, what do you consider cheating? I know I think we had this conversation on mm. with Art last year. It's a good question. What do you consider cheating? If you're in a relationship, and if you're in a relationship with a female, and you're doing something with another female, that you wouldn't want your girl to know it's probably cheating. Like, if you... Like, I don't necessarily think flirting is cheating, but anything over that is cheating, I'd say. You don't think flirting is cheating? No, I don't think so. Why not? Because a lot of people don't disagree. I think everyone flirts, relationship or not, you know? I think I think that's just part of life. I think that those are just part of situations, you know? Everyone has, like, a work wife, you feel me? Unless you work with your girl, but you, male or female, every everyone first. Whether it's like so you'd be, so you be flirting with me. No, what not necessarily. No, you just said that. I mean, bro, that's not what I mean. I mean, bro. like your girl could be flirting with the waiter. 
you know, for some weird reason. As long as she paying. <laughs> Probably get a discount. <laughs> my my point is That's I don't... actually smart. That is very smart. Let me write that down. You <laughs> to have your girl flirt with the, flirt with the waiters now? No, I could do it too. <laughs> Why not? I like your tie. Something like that. <laughs> nice. Like, uh, apron. Thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, you want to hear the special stuff? <laughs> nice apron. <laughs> Damn. Why, why isn't this working? <laughs> nah, but like besides flirting, like I think, I think, I think, I think, I think everything else. I think everything else is, is cheating. I like that washcloth you're wiping the table, your table down with, Dad. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so then my question, I had a follow-up question that we just went off. Um, uh, so what would you, what cheating is considered, is deemed, ex- uh, so if you found out a, your your girl was cheating with another man, I mean, was if you found out your girl was flirting with another man before the wedding, you would still be like, okay, like, I'll give you a pass. Or like, I, I actually, I'm not going to throw myself on it like, like that, but what would you consider the deal breaker for you to be like, all right, we can't get married, or even if we can't, we can't be in a relationship. Lying in general, you know, especially like, like if you, if I find out that, like, let's say <laughs> my fiance kissed Vaughn, right? And like, you know, that would be a problem for me, you feel me? Like, first of all, you lied. So like you already you already shown me that not only are you capable of cheating, but you're capable you're good at hiding it. Feel me? So like why would I get married to you if I have no trust in you whatsoever? Money. I don't know, bro. It's a legitimate thing. Do you feel like you could be mad at your friend? So are you one of those I saw this post last week. Um and it was like uh what did it say? Something about like if you're Let's just say you knew I was cheating, right? Let's just say you knew I was cheating on my girl. Okay. Um, I do. Okay. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> That's why I said, let's see. Let's pretend. Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if First of all, I'm not cheating. I said I'm embracing all women. Um, Get like me. Uh, let's just say, hypothetically, you knew I was cheating on my girl. Okay. And you let's just say you were friends with my girl. Would you tell my girl... Or, like, just take me out of the situation, just in general. Would that be a situation you would tell? I had a similar conversation with uh, Randy and Shamir. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't tell. Well, th- first of all, this depends on how close I am with your girl. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say where I'm as close with your girl as I am you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't tell her right away. But I'd tell you. I'd be like, look, bro, if you don't tell her. In this amount of time, I'm gonna have to sell her. You know, I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you first, but yo, this is getting out of hand, bro. You gotta tell her, bro. You gotta come clean. And then if you don't, then I'll probably tell her. What if like? Oh, go ahead. But like, I don't really know your girl, so like, I know I'd I'm probably saying, not say anything because that's <laughs> sit back and watch. Not, not necessarily bro, sit back the, and watch. Since your first, honestly, before the first day of your, the, your first day of this show, you've been determined to get me single. So make me single. Cause that's you want to be single, bro. No, I don't, bro. I'm I'm great where I am. I love my girl. I love embracing. Uh, <laughs> I love I love letting people know their worth. I think that is of uh, 
uh, self-esteems are very low these days. So. That's true. That's a good I point. I feel man. like I, I'm doing my part for the society. Bond is helping the community. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically the women community. Yeah. But, um... No, now, yeah, you cheat as a dub. I'm not getting married to you. Because I saw this post, and it was like... It, it was something along those lines. And funny enough, it was uh, one of my exes who... Uh, friends tweet uh, uh, posted it, reshared it. And I was going to comment, like, but you did already. Like, you did hide it. Mm. But I wasn't really friends with them either, so... But, but it was like... It was something about, like, encouraging them. And that's, that's like, a different line, though. Yeah. I feel like, for me, cheating essentially... Yeah, I agree with you. Would be anything that you don't want your significant other to find out about, but there's different levels of what you really don't like. Yeah. Talking, like talking, it depends really. There's like a line of what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable because, yes, I might be doing the same thing. And I kind of agree with you on the on the fact that like, uh, like everybody flirts, especially a lot of people. Funny enough, my girl has a, well, had, has a, a friend who is a natural flirt. And I remember like when we first got together and I was very insecure. That like I felt some type of way about that, especially because they were very close. But I mean, that's just one. I mean, I'm with my girl for two, two and a half years now, so I have no reason to be insecure. But also, that's just in people's nature, you yeah. know. I don't really. I feel like I used to be like that, but I got like this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. Like I don't know. I feel like I'd be thinking like if I was to be single again, I don't know how to like I don't know how to flirt. I don't like it. Just be like a weird yeah. concept to me. Some people are definitely, um, definitely natural flirts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Sure. But yeah, like I said, if I if I found out the day before, look, man, we gonna we gonna have this party. See, for me, cheating is not like it's not even like oh my god, you hurt me so much. It's more as the line like wow, you really cheat on me. That's like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's disrespectful as hell. Cause like me, like if I'm talking to a chick and she tells me, look, I'm also talking to this dude. It's not a problem. Feel me? But at least establish that. So if you're talking to this dude, fine. So I can do my thing too. So you have no problem with that Will and Jada love? No. As long as it's mutual. As long as it's mutual. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you're going to do this, if if we're going to do our thing and then you're going to do your thing too, tell me off rip so I can also do my thing. Mm -hmm. Don't have it be, I don't like it being one-sided. Well, what's the point in in doing that at all then? Some uh, Some people are scared of commitment or don't want commitment. But scared of being single also. That's a true. That's a that's true. a thing. So you know, if it's like if we're just doing this just for the, you know what, then I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. But you know, tell me in advance. So if if you're gonna cheat on me, that's borderline disrespectful. So I probably wouldn't want to do all that. Where it's like, oh, make this big scene. I'd probably just be like, all right, just cancel the wedding. Just get out. We're gonna get this settled, and I'm never gonna speak to you again. Like we like, I'm done. I I really, I'm not with the confrontation. Like, as far as, like, fights or anything like that, like, I'm more of the, like, all right, we'll handle this, and then we won't speak again. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a confrontational person at all. I agree. All right, but let us know what y'all would do. Uh, Well, let us, I want to kind of, uh, let us know, first of all, what you would do if you found out the day before your wedding that your your bride or groom was cheating, but also let us know, I guess, what you consider cheating and what is... Uh, cons- what is acceptable and not acceptable? I think this conversation where we had it initially came when Justin Timberlake last year was holding hands with somebody. I forget who it was, mm. and then Art was like, "What if I, what if he was just keeping her, her hand or keeping her hands warm or whatever?" Because that's just the way Art. <laughs> nah, thinks. Justin Timberlake's not black. He probably was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to know how many white people listen to this show, bro. 
Like, we have to have, like... Shamir. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not white. Yeah. I was about to say, what is Shamir? What is Shamir? <laughs> he's black, but he's just light-skinned. Yeah, like like albino type. He really listens to it. He's going to be bad when he is. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my boy Shamir. Uh, anyway, when we come back, yo, Z's out, so we got V's critique. Y'all got questions or advice or any type of help that y'all need with anything, Justice and I... We'll help you out. We promise. Uh, JMV's critique is coming up after the break, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Roz and Sean, y'all, we are your morning commute crew, Vaughn, Justice, and Z. Good morning. Right now, Z is out today, so we are doing V's critique. Do y'all have questions or advice that y'all need? Finally, get some real professional help. Some, some real. <laughs> say it one more time. Some, some real, real professional help. <laughs> yeah. Z gives eye advice, but... Uh, we we, we going to keep it 100 with you. <laughs> yeah, this is keep it 100 part two, really. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, yo. Uh, I'll start. So, I've had this best friend for seven years now, but recently I caught her husband cheating on her in public. They've been together for 10 years and have kids together, so I feel if I try to tell her, she won't believe me. I'm not sure how to handle this without possibly losing her as a friend and potentially breaking their family up. They definitely just listened to this last segment that we just did. He's definitely not black. Um, if he's cheating in public, he really does not care. Yeah. <laughs> he does not care, especially if it's like a small town. Yeah. He's like, yeah, come and find me. <laughs> but you I know, mean, where, you know where I'm at. But I mean, if you gonna snitch and tell, like, if you already op, you might as well. If he, he's in public, just take a picture next time, mm-hmm. and the show would be like, look, if you don't believe me, here's the proof. Feel me? Really? Because like, yeah. And then like, if she still doesn't believe you, that's on her. Yeah. If she don't, that yeah, that's on her. But I feel like. See, like, like we said last time, I think it depends on how long we all been friends. Well, because she said... Oh, that's a good point. Because she said that they've been friends for seven years, but she's been with her man for ten. So unless she has the proof, like, I don't really, like... Obviously, she ain't going to believe a uh, homegirl. Unless she has... That's what I said. Yeah, unless she has the proof. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just tell her, man. She, if yeah. you lose her as a friend, it wasn't meant to be, sweetie. Facts, facts. I mean, you, you were just... You know, trying to do his best for her. So, I yeah, mean, you and your relationship. Exactly. Just that's if, all that matters. If you tell her, you know, it's off you, you know, it's, it's off your hands. Mm-hmm. Hey, Z. Wrong. I've been with my girl for almost a year now, and our anniversary is next month. I want to get her something really nice, but I haven't found a job yet. Should I go back to trapping? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you should go back to trapping. What if? Yeah, you never know. Your girl might be trapping with you too, bro. They just legalized it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you should definitely go back to yeah. trapping. Like your girl can tell your girl to come do it with you. Yeah. Probably you probably won't even need a gift. Well, yeah, you probably won't even need it. That'll be the gift. <laughs> That'll be the gift. Yeah. Surprise! I got you another job. Get in the car. <laughs> I got a got a couple sales. Yeah. Got nah, but deliveries we got to make. Uh, I would. You know, keep looking for a job, but I would, you know, maybe trap until you get enough for that gift. You know, maybe trap for like two weeks. You feel See, me? it depends on what kind of gift he talk about, though, because he could go like Birkin or he could go. If he don't got a job, he's not getting Or he could go Happy Meal. <laughs> That's a great anniversary gift. If you can't afford a Happy Meal, you better start trapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to tell my mom I was going to buy her Happy Meals for her birthday. Like, no lie. Happy Meal slap. I like four it's, for fours better. Facts. I'm a four for four guy. It's the thought that counts, though. That that's what I say. It's the thought that counts. That's what I say. It's facts. Uh, my next one. My friend has a mustache. 
okay, that seems normal. And she, oh, <laughs> she's very sensitive about it. She always makes, she always asks me why guys never call her back. Should I keep it real with her? No. You know what you should do? Pull up with some razor. Be like, hey, you know what we're doing today? We're going to shave just for fun. It's play date. Uh, it could be virtual or in person. Yeah, I mean, look. Be like, you trying to link? What you trying to do? Let's shave. <laughs> Simple. Um. Yeah, she got to shave that. That's, that's that's not the wave. Um, or uh, why guys never call her back? Ask her if she's in the women. She can do that too. Yeah, if she's in the women. It's probably fine. But look, we're not being we're not being sexist here or anything. I'm just saying, uh, speaking for men, we we prefer our women without mustaches. <laughs> so um, speak for yourself, sir. Speak, not speak for my me. fault. Mom. No, speak for me and you. I'm just saying for <laughs> men around okay, the world. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love women. I um I think you should tell your friend to shave that immediately because it's not a good look at all. Literally. <laughs> okay. Uh last one. I sent in a critique a couple weeks ago about if I should stay with a girl who works at McDonald's and has an Android. Based on your advice, I stayed with her because she looked good, but she still isn't bringing in much money. And even after I offered to buy her the new iPhone 12, she refuses and says that she's fine with her Android. And I've about had it. <laughs> so I remember this. This was, um, I think, our second. Well, yeah, your second show technically. So our second show this semester. Um, and we were like, if if you really like like her and stuff, then stay with her. But now the story has changed. Hmm. Uh, if she isn't bringing in much money, eh, uh, take her, hey, tra- take her trapping. As far as the Android thing, though, if she, I can't do that. If she wants the Android, I can't do the green bubbles. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. I think you should maybe break her Android and be like, oh, damn. More? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, b- break it. Like, I don't know. Do do something to it and then make like make it seem like she broke it. Be like, okay, it's all right, baby. I'll get you a new phone. Be like, I'll buy it, but you have to get an iPhone. Feel me? And then, to solve your money situation, with the new iPhone, start doing OnlyFans with her. Bro, Boom. OnlyFans is such a great avenue. Boom. That's killing two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring you, it'll draw y'all closer. New mm. bond, new uh, mm. experience. Facts. Think about that. All right. But those were all the critiques. Thank y'all for sending us critiques, man. Next week is our last, is y'all last week to get some professional advice from us. It's a one-time offer. Z might be back next week, though. So <laughs> you, if, if, you, if you want some advice, but just take it into consideration, send it in next week. Uh, you can tweet us at Commute to BNR or, uh, or Instagram at Brave New Radio. We want to hear from you. Uh, when we come back, we got headlines. We are going to be talking about the People's Choice Awards, which was last night. Uh, talk about Busta Rhymes, uh, Mike Tyson, and a uh, website that crashed after a recent release. All that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. <laughs> Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Von Justice is it. Good morning. Are we starting off with the People's Choice Awards? Let's get into the People's Choice Awards. So the People's Choice Awards was last night. I honestly forgot this was a thing. But I'm glad I watched it because I was I really enjoyed it. The People's Choice Awards, they said that they're apparently the only award show where we act like the people are like just vote like like it's just our votes that matter. I don't I didn't know like it's what interesting. I didn't know other award shows like our votes didn't matter. Maybe didn't, maybe the Grammy should be like that. I didn't know that any other award shows were like that. I thought our votes mattered in all these award shows. Mm, not necessarily. I know Grammy, Emmys, Oscars, like there's an academy. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. 
But I think but like still the VMAs too, and stuff, I think it's on voting. I don't know. But uh, those were last night. Demi Lovato hosted. And I said at the top of this year that I'm proud to see how much Demi has grown, especially after her past couple years. Uh, and she did great last night. Uh, a number of celebrities won some great awards. Lady Gaga and Justin Bieber were both nominated for seven awards, making them the most nominated male and female artists of the night. Uh, before the actual show even started, they announced three very special awards. J-Lo took home the Icon Award. Tracy Ellis Ross took home the Fashion Icon Award. And Tyler Perry took home the, Pe- the People's Champion Award. Uh, so salute to all of them. All, des- all deserved. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see what else. Bad Boys won Best Movie of 2020. Will Smith won Male Movie Star of 2020. Tiffany Haddish won Female Movie Star of 2020. Lin-Manuel Miranda won Drama Movie Star of 2020 for Hamilton. Grey's Anatomy won The Show of 2020. Riverdale won Drama Show of 2020. Uh, Jimmy Fallon won t- Nighttime Talk Show of the Year. Salute to my future boss uh, slash co-worker. Surprisingly, Ellen won Daytime Talk Show of the Year. I didn't think she was going to win that at all, especially because she wasn't even one because like everything that happened with Ellen, she almost got canceled. But also she wasn't even on majority of the year. So who, I thought who that you was, think should have won. Uh, I'm about to pull up the other nominees. So that was between uh, it was between Good Morning America, Live with Kelly and Ryan, Red Table Talk. I thought Red Table Talk would take it, honestly, after Entanglement. Uh, Kelly Clarkson show, Wendy Williams, trash, the Today Show, The View and then Ellen. So I thought it was either between Red Table Talk, yeah, uh, The View or... Yeah, Kelly Clarkson because Kelly Clarkson is doing. Kelly Clarkson has been doing good. Um, I'm definitely surprised Ellen. I'm low key surprised Jimmy won. I'm not even gonna lie because Jimmy was between uh, Jimmy Kimmel last week tonight with John Oliver, the Today or the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, the Late Late Show with James Corden, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Watch Watch What Happens with Live with Andy Cohen, uh, and front, Full Frontal with Samantha B. And because of just how like politically up. Uh, Colbert and Trevor Noah and John Oliver have been. I thought that they would have took it, but yeah. I think what got got it for Jimmy. Jimmy did like a whole week with BTS That's in like February, and no, they did like he did like a special with them in February, and then did a whole week like a couple weeks ago. So, mm-hmm. but they uh, BTS also won Group of the Year. Of um, course, obvious. I, I yo, I said this last night. Anybody else that was in that category should have just tweeted like, "Don't waste your time." Like BTS was that was it. So. Uh, but yeah, a lot of great shows that came out, or a lot of great uh, winners, I should say, uh, uh, yesterday. Chloe won Reality Star of 2020. Sofia Vergara won Comedy TV Star of 2020. Drama Star of 2020 was Mandy Moore. So, uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande won Male and Female Artists of the Year. Uh, well-deserved. And then Justin Bieber performed uh, Holy, and then he performed with Benny Blanco, Lonely. And then Chloe and Halle performed. So I think it was a real good night. Congrats to all the winners. Uh, there's plenty more. Uh, those were just some of the most notable. Um, and I'm speaking into the atmosphere that I'll be joining you all very, very soon. In the line of nominees, at least. I don't want to speak winners, but yes, winners sir. too. Uh, in other news, Busta Rhymes. Now, he uh, did an interview with Van Jones. And he explained that a big part of why he gained weight was because he was drinking a lot of liquor and smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, and he was pretty much told practically that his life was about to end. Um, and he said that that's why he's been in a lot better shape, that he is doing a lot better than he was like uh, when all that happened. And I'm glad because being told that you're practically about to die is obviously... Type so that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. He, so he was told that he was going to practically die tonight. Well, that night. Um, and it's obviously scary for people. So... I, I really, I don't know. I'm glad Buster's doing better, though. Buster's Facts. been doing a lot lately, so. Definitely glad Buster yeah. is doing better. Yeah. 
So Mike Tyson admitted recently to using baby urine to pass drug tests during his boxing career. Uh, on his podcast, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, he said that he used a prosthetic penis called the Wizenator to fool testing officials ahead of his bouts. Uh, here, here's, here's exactly what Mike said. He said, it was awesome, man. I put my baby's urine in it. One time I was using my wife's and my wife was like, baby, you better not hope that it comes back pregnant or something. And I said, nah, we ain't going to use you no more. We're going to use the kid. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, the fact that you're using your child's urine and you're the biggest boxer in the world is... Uh, you sure things are going to match? Like, how would things remotely match up? Like, I feel like... I feel like it doesn't matter... Okay, I'll say this. If he was taking steroids or something, then it's an issue. Um, But if it was just to hide something else, like if he's doing like cocaine or like something else, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that important. Because if you're doing, you know, coke and drugs and drinking and you, you're still knocking people out, hey, all power to you. But if you're using steroids, there is definitely a... Uh, there's definitely something needs to be looked into here because that'd be a shame if, if that was announced because Mike Tyson is regarded as one of the greatest boxers of all time. And he is. I think that he's up there with Muhammad Ali. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully uh, he didn't use any steroids or anything like that. But um, this was definitely an interesting story. Mike Tyson is crazy. Yeah, he is crazy. You know, he's fighting soon. Mm hmm. Fighting Roy Jones Quote Jr. unquote retired. I don't think that's going to be a great fight. <laughs> no, of course Mike not. Mike Tyson's going to. It's not going to go well for Roy. I think Jake Paul's on that card. Jake Paul needs to sit down and relax. Yeah. Jake Paul needs to sit down and relax, dog. He's a clown. Mm-hmm. He's a clown. Yeah. Speaking of uh, clowns and games, that was a bit of a stretch. Uh, Walmart, uh, that was <laughs> that a was, bit of a stretch. That was. <laughs> run it back, run it back. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Thursday, the PS5 released uh, online. A lot of re- a lot of stores that were selling the PS5 announced that they were only going to do it online because obviously because of COVID restrictions because they knew people would go crazy. And yet people definitely did go crazy. Uh, uh, Walmart, uh, which had the PS5 on sale, uh, the site got overwhelmed like, almost immediately because uh, customers rushed to get the PS5, and it the website crashed. A website uh, a message came up on the website saying, "Oh dear, like reindeer, the whole North Pole is trying to save big right now. So please try again in a moment. Yule, like Yule tides, blah blah blah. Love our holiday deals. Uh, so yeah, but uh, you think Z got the PS5 for her man? Yep. <laughs> now she's one thousand percent man. I was trying to I was trying to secure a PS five. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I was trying to go through all my entanglements on my Instagram, but none of them would budge. You feel me? It was too hard to get. So they're supposed to restock though around uh, Black Friday, I think. So we'll see. We'll see if it happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but that's all from we J and V with the T. When we come back, J, you're getting put in the hot seat, my brother. I am. It's time for you to get exposed. Uh, and we're going to remind you, we made a bet about Hot Seat uh, last episode. And we're going to remind you all of it because Jay is in some deep waters. Uh, so Hot Seat is coming up after the break. Keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Von Justice is Z. Good morning. 
Uh, real quick, before we uh, get into the next segment, I we were talking about uh, uh, Busta before the break. I This clip just wasn't working. I want to share this clip that he shared. Uh, this is the clip from the interview that he had with Van Jones about um, being told he was practically going to die tonight. Comes in the room from outside the door, and the first thing he says to me is, good afternoon. I can hear you breathing from outside of the door. So he's like... We need to immediately look at what's going on down in your throat. And as soon as he saw what was going on, he says, oh, my God, I cannot let you leave my practice without calling the ambulance. What? He says your palps grew so big that it blocked 90 percent of your breathing passage. And if I send you home tonight and you sleep under the A.C. and catch a cold and that last 10 percent of your breathing passage gets blocked up, you're going to die tonight. So that's crazy. Yeah. Like I said, I'm glad that and it's crazy because it really just takes it's just that it, all it takes is that one time that you go to the to get checked out. So but we glad the bust is where he's at. Uh but right now, Jay, how you feeling, bro? Feeling pretty good. Mm. <laughs> well, that's gonna change because it's time for you to be put into the hot seat. Spooky. All right. I have the luxury, sir. Oh, before we get into this, actually, let's talk about the bet that we made, right? Remind the people of what we agreed on last week. So, you did not skip. So, between me and Z, whoever skips a question first has to post their ex on their Instagram story, tag them saying, I miss you. I miss you. Mm -hmm. uh, since I am the single one, it really doesn't matter if I do it or not, but uh, I'm not going to skip so you know i'm not taking the l so. we'll see uh but the way hot seat works sir for those who are uh, listening for the first time i'm gonna ask you a series of questions and you have to answer them wholeheartedly you can only pass on one of the questions but you can't know what the rest of the questions are ahead of time so if you pass on number two but questions three four five or six are even worse you cannot go back and you must answer justice do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God? I do. Let's get into it. <clears throat> tell the story of your worst sneaky link. Slash entanglement. Uh, I don't know how much I can say on air. I low-key feel like I know what story you're going to tell. I don't think. You, yeah, I think you might. I think I might have told you this story. All right. All right. All right. Just make it, yeah. Just make I'll it, make, it, make it for air. Basically, I was with this female. Uh, we were driving around. Yeah, you told me the story. We parked in this uh, parking lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one thing led to another, and we were in my back seat. Uh, <laughs> let's just say. Uh, <laughs> Things got a little fishy. <laughs> I'll leave it there. <laughs> All right. Uh, who was the... Okay, so you... <laughs> you are a man of uh, many shows. You are on this program. You are on No Rest Holds on uh, Thursdays. You have a YouTube channel. You had yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Who was the worst guest you've ever collabed with? Or just featured on uh, one of your projects. Well, collabed in general. Either on, you're on, you were on their projects or they were on yours. I don't have to say this person's name, right? That's how you tell me who they are. Uh, okay. 
How else were you going to answer that? <laughs> All right. Uh, the worst was probably... Well, yeah, no, you're right. You don't have to say it. You can just pass. You're right. You don't have to say it. All right. Um, the worst I have to say was this rapper that I interviewed. Um, uh, Hefna380. Shout out to Hefna. Um, I think it was a mixture of I didn't have enough questions for him. And also he was kind of giving very short answers like all his answers were like yeah yeah so the interview was like five minutes <laughs> so i had to combine it with uh one of the pods that i did with you and art i remember that yeah uh yeah but that was probably my worst all right shout out to heaven to word uh next question what is the most illegal thing you've ever done hmm Probably those drugs I smuggled across the border. No. <laughs> um, um, most of the most, I don't know how I, the most legal thing I, I've done. Mm -hmm. uh, probably, I've really done that, that many lies. I mean, you know, the usual, you know, probably smoking weed. Um, well, that's legal now, so. Well, not, it's not legal yet, but. Well, um, it's on the way. Yeah, it's on the way. I've used a fake ID. That's the most illegal thing you've done? Yeah, man. I, I told you, bro, I don't be in the streets like y'all. Like y'all? Yeah. I'm here today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on for this question. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, who's a better co-host, me or Z? Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um... This would be a little harder if Z was here. Um, it's okay. We'll send this to her. <laughs> or she'll... she'll uh, no, I'm not going to say she'll listen, but... Uh, be honest. You don't got to say me just because I'm here. That's honest. It's, it's like... It's honestly tough, Vaughn. It's honestly tough because I, 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 I like Z. I really do. I think, I think Z is great. Um, I'd probably say you... Uh, just because I think you've been like doing this longer, and you've known me longer. <laughs> no, I mean I'm not biased, but I'm just saying that. Oh, we, we which one I like better? Who's the better co-host? Yeah, I'd probably say you, just because I think I think you've been doing this longer. You're you're just I think you're better at this. Mm -hmm. But if it came down to who you like better, would it be Z? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting paid to be here, guys. All right, next question, sir. You're paid one million dollars to live with either Six Nine or Lil Xan for ten years. <laughs> Two of your least favorite rappers. Okay. Who do you choose? Two of your least favorite artists, I should say. Ten years. Mm-hmm. But one mil. Damn, one million? That's not <laughs> that'll get you that'll get you through a couple months. <laughs> uh I say Lil Xan. Uh, I think uh, Takashi Six Nine is too much of a target on his back, and I, you know, no disrespect, I don't see Lil Xan making it ten years. His name is Lil Xan. Wow. Yeah. You heard uh, it first. Shout out to you, Lil Xan. Nah, bro. All right, last question. <clears throat> you are a photographer. Mm. You're a videographer. Mm. So let's just say you're hired to do professional photography slash videography for one of two celebrities. They'll and they'll automatically put you onto anything that you need afterwards for the rest of your life. 
But the two celebrities you have to choose from are Tyga and Chris Brown. And what you're shooting is for their OnlyFans page. Oh, my God, bro. Which of the two are you choosing? <laughs> uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with Chris Brown. Ooh, and his OnlyFans just dropped? I think I'm going to go with Chris Brown just because I think he'll have more connections than Tyga. Really? Yeah. All right. Solely because of that. All right. You passed. I know I did. Well, you, you succeeded. Let's just say you didn't pass, technically. Did you, were you tempted to, to skip any? Um, yeah, the first one. <laughs> what did I say? The, <laughs> oh, Sneaky Link? <laughs> you definitely did tell me that story before. Oh, man. Yeah, good times. But, but um, really? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, but uh, Z, you know. Next week, it's all we, on, it's we're, all, gonna, we're gonna get you. It's all on you, all on you, girl. Uh, but that was hot, see y'all. When we come back, uh, we're gonna get on up out of here. We got morning motivation coming up after the break. You're listening to morning commute right here on the nation's number one college radio station. Morning motivation is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Wake, Wake your ass up. Start your week off right on the nation's number one college radio station. With Vaughn, the light skin in charge. Justice, your local supervillain. And Zaria, a.k.a. Z with the T. Offering the freshest perspectives on hip-hop, R&B, and the culture with debates, hot takes, your morning news, and celebrity gossip. Tune in to Morning Commute every Monday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on 88.7 FM or download the Radio FX app. And be sure to tweet us at CommuteBNR. Monday mornings will never be the same. Here at Brave, Brave New, New Radio. Radio. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Von Justice Z. Thanks for kicking it with us. Once again, another Monday is in the books. Yes, sir. One more to go, man. Yeah, man. Uh, if y'all have not tuned in at all throughout this season, uh, I guess that's what we're going to call it, make sure y'all kick it with us next week. We have a great show. We have a lot planned for next week, too. It's uh, it's our last show of the semester until we come back in January. Uh, we're going to get Zita expose uh, herself and to potentially skip on a question so that way she has to tell her ex that she misses him. Uh, and it's going to be, and Z's birthday is next week also. So we're going we're gonna to have a jam-packed show. It's going to be fire. But uh, you can kick it, like I said, once again, next Monday. I hope y'all like that new promo, by the way. <laughs> Get it done the, the show before the last one. Uh, better late than ever. <sighs> yeah. You got us morning motivation, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> uh Yeah, man. Listen, I don't care how long it takes. It may seem like you are hitting rock bottom or that you're just chasing yourself in circles. But if you continue to fight, whether for your dreams, a person, whatever you want in life, keep on fighting. What comes easy won't last, and what lasts will not come easy. And not only will you soon reach your potential, but as soon, uh, or as one of my idols last night, Mr. Tyler Perry said at the People's Choice Awards, quote, you are worth everything. You are worthy of getting to your goal. Keep digging. And when you get to where you're going, make sure people meet you at your worth. And with all that being said, stay safe and have a blessed week. See you next week. Is it-